going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 870 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Justin Piles, on this Thursday here in Austin, Texas. Joined once again by Ben Funky Askren, James Dean Raider, and you. Always you, thankfully. Always you. Good morning to everyone. Ben, how are you on this Thursday? Well, you know what? I do. I try not to drink my coffee early now because I don't want it to pee too bad by the time I got the episode. So I'm excited to take my first sip of coffee. I'm excited to talk some wrestling. Um, and you know what else? Tell me. I guess I think I've really started looking forward to. I really enjoy the picks. Oh yeah, good. We're making picks today. We're making picks today. I'm. I'm. I unfortunately missed a portion of them. Uh, Getting to pick some. So I think we're just either we give Christian a zero on that portion, JD, or we take the portion all the way out. It's got to be one well, or two because he can't public, have a different number than we do. The public didn't get to make those picks either, so th- those can uh, be just uh, those watch. can be just for our own personal. That's fair. Pleasure. Um, yeah. So fun, fun stuff. Of there. which I did very well, by the way. Wow, JD, turn a new. Not that it you never, guys are. A, a, I think this a is gambler. a classic returning to the mean for JD because we always lauded him last year for how great his lines were, but his picks were often terrible. I, I did not yeah. do well. Um, I did very average in the like uh, normal picks last week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, hmm. anyways, maybe you're not doing good. I don't know what you meant then. Uh, but my CKLV picks weren't too bad. Oh, your CKLV picks. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, he actually did the best. On the C- I mean, it was only me and him. He did the best. I, I and Kozak. More. Uh, oh, Ko- you're right. Kozak did them too. I forgot that. He had the power um, of the Lord. That yes, company I work with, Verdict, uh, for MMA, I'm trying to get them by NCAs. This is my goal, Christian and JD. By NCAs. So what they do is they have a, where you, you have like a little face and you could pick them and then you pick what round they win and how they're going to win. And then mm-hmm. you can... You do like a bonus point total, like based on how sure you are of the event, and the more bonus points you bet, versus like how more how unlikely the outcome is, you get more points. You know, and then whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. How much fun would that be for NCAs? I'm really, really pushing them to to get it done. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. It would probably do pretty well for NCAAs. It probably for other yes. tournaments, maybe not so much. But conference weekend, not so much. Would be, would be cool too. Um, yeah, yeah, fantasy. So, oh. Fantasy wrestling, gambling on wrestling, very, very fun. Also Absolutely. profitable if you know what you're doing, which I can claim to be. Yeah, I would always wonder who, uh, I mean, I don't, is there anywhere you can actually really gamble on wrestling? There have uh, been in places. Sportsbooks in Iowa have been doing lines this year. Circus Sports really? Iowa. Yep. Um, and there was another one in Iowa this past weekend that put out uh, a line for the Iowa State meet. Really? So you gotta you gotta have a proxy. You gotta have people in the know back in Iowa. So I know sportsbook.ag had lines for like Olympics and stuff in the past. The Barstool Sportsbook um, Pen did. There've been um, there've been others. Olympic lines as well. Had NCAAs over the years, but it's it's hit and miss. Yeah, I mean, because um, yeah, you could really get wrecked. I feel like wrestling is so much more predictable. Despite what Shane Sparks says about not being predictable, well, you I think like versus it's literally impossible <laughs> versus mixed martial arts wrestling is so much more predictable. So if you have someone who's making bad lines, it's going to be really easy to win. You get shredded for sure, <clears throat> for sure. Yeah, you really need yeah. to make the favorites pretty pretty big odds in in general. Um, um and- the other thing that I noticed today, guys, is a uh, we have like 
we should just do questions because there's like seven billion questions. Yeah, in the doc. I, I do. I tried do scrolling because we haven't answered one this week. <laughs> yeah, we've been. We, we apologize. It's when you're following like the craziest weekend in wrestling in a really really long time. Um, unfortunately, that was a casualty, uh, which I don't like. But <laughs> oh, I just read the best question. I just scrolled through them again. Can we start with the best question? Is it from Wick Jacoby? It is not because he doesn't. He does not like you. Giant, ba- <laughs> giant baby. You know, honestly, like I can say this, and there's a lot of interesting fan bases. Missouri has a collective whiny fan base, in my experience. Ooh. I don't know, piles. I don't know. So obviously, I, I, I don't hear Missouri's whining. I hear everyone else's whining. Like I do hear Missouri hater Christian piles. Penn State, and I feel like I try to be fair and balanced. I don't have biases, um, but no matter what I say, people are mad. That's true, too. But you just hate Missouri. I don't. Look, All right, best question. Point. We should get – you guys know what we should start doing? Hmm. We should have a best question of the week, and they should get a full wrestling T-shirt. That sounds awesome. What do you think? That sounds awesome. Get our hands on some T-shirts. Otherwise, JD and I are just gonna start mailing our clothes to people. <laughs> there's no more. There's no more flow shirts or what? Uh, they're not easy to come by. We can't. There's not just some, uh, you know, public box where you can just go and swipe a shirt and mail it no, to someone. JD, I we got a business plan for you. Don't tell. Don't tell Christian. Store. You we, and me. They can we buy can a free shirt. A, we can no. We can start a flow wrestling T-shirt store and claim to be official. And Sion no one will know because another store. Sion has so much bootleg flow gear, it's insane. Yes, yeah, he wears these like wild pattern, like turquoise with a flow. Now he wears Dan Flash's what? flow T-shirts. Yep, very complicated patterns. And we're like, Sion, wow. we know this was never produced by anybody at Flow Sports. Yes. What does he say? Oh man, man why don't you shut up? Man, y'all gonna make me one? You gonna make me a T-shirt? Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Best question of the week, and I didn't read through the other ones. It's just so good. I know it's going to win. <laughs> Nick Kroeniger, uh, who is Nickin Chuggets. That's a funny name. Yep. Can we institute the 2008 freestyle rules for 165 so we can watch Tanner Cook dominate the ball grab era when people have to start in on his leg in a head outside shot? I think it's a delightful idea. I don't see why not. I think it I think it would end uh... – see. Part of Tanner's problem is like he kind of lands exposing himself before he takes the guys over. So it could be that's yeah, the whole point. But if he can get the pin, but no, no, but it's folk style, so he's not going to get exposure points. Oh, okay. So the ball draw with just folks... just they start with the head outside on the shot. That's it. That's what oh. I mean. That's what he's getting to. Then yeah, he's he's on a goat trajectory. If we can just <laughs> make that subtle change to the rules. He would be in, like, in great shape. Yeah. Second period, you get to choose. Do you want to be the offensive guy or the defensive guy? Yes. Yes. Um, Nick also had another Tanner Cook question. He's like, what is worse for the sport of wrestling, the overabundance of medical forfeits or cowardly wrestlers shooting anything but head outside shots against <laughs> Tanner Cook? He great said, just question, kidding. Nick. He said, just kidding Coward. about the cowardly part. It is. So uh, funny. The, it. the forfeits are, are not great. There was a lot at Vegas. Well, I don't. Are people just getting injured more now, or are they just wrestling? I mean, you you watch these guys, and they are limping. <laughs> they're not like. I mean, I'm sure there were some that could have went that didn't, but yeah, a lot of these people just get hurt, hurt or injured. Yeah. Um, wow, that's a good point. 
I think I think there's probably um I think probably say 20 years ago or so people probably pushed through too much is what I would guess. Um and now maybe it's a little too far the other way but yeah there's a lot of guys uh there's a lot of guys who actually get hurt. Here's Not another, all of them but there are If you're a little lot. dinged up though what's the pro in wrestling wrestling back? Just but when the downside character building character yeah i mean i i would say i I also wonder if this is a variable like if you're in if you're dominating a match you're we would agree you're pretty on it's less likely you would get injured um is the level of wrestling's as it's gone up created more and more matches where there's the potential for injury could that be i think and i think the scrambling too because when people don't know what they're doing the scrambles they can definitely get hurt um and yeah yeah i mean they get, my fault for sure. And then, but yeah, to your point, the pace of wrestling is much faster. So I think the likelihood of injury would be higher um, for sure. Okay. I, I told you guys, I mean, I I know we talked about it, but this would be really relevant to this topic is um, it was uh, months ago, maybe three months ago. And I, I clicked on YouTube or something. And for some reason, the 1996 or 97 NCAA finals were like the first thing on the screen. I'm like, F it. I actually got nothing to do for an hour. I'm going to watch the NCAA finals. And it doesn't feel like, I mean, 96, 97, I was middle school going into high school. Yeah. And the pace of wrestling was so slow. It was like watching something totally different, you know? Um, And I'm sure those guys were powerful and they're strong. And like, but from a just strictly technical perspective, the pace of the wrestling moves so much slower than it does today. Just in terms of like attack rate? Yeah, t- I, they were just like um, fakes, motion, um, how people flow through attacks or defensive attacks, counterattacks or reattacks. Um, yes, the motion, the pace, all of it. All of it was like, it was really like static. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Holding. Okay. Yes. A lot of holding, a lot of pushing. Um, when people when people got in on attacks, um, relatively simplistic finish attempts, you know, and then obviously on the other side, relatively simplistic defensive tactics. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we, what should we do first? How do we prioritize? That's what I'm saying. We we got so many things to do. We got, I mean, the thing we have to do, we have to do picks. Let's do picks. Let's get picks done. Let's do picks. Let's get yes. to some questions. JD has another but idea. Before we get into this week's Uh-oh. picks, I never did shout out last week's winners. Oh. Um, and so there were one, two, three, four, five people um, that tied first. And I guess maybe match points isn't clear um, just based off of these guesses. Because mm-hmm. um, the tiebreaker was how many match points will be scored in the Iowa Iowa State duel, when I say match points, I mean like takedown, near fall, escapes, etc., like points like that, not um, team points, gotcha. but individual match points. So all five of these guys are uh, getting a shout out. Shout out to our main man, the Obrats of WrestleStat. Oh, did he? Yep, yep, he won. Hey, Michael Scarn. <laughs> Wow. Of the office, um, fa- uh, fame, Evan Copeland, Shane, Shane. not our Shane, probably not. I can eliminate one Shane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did call. Man. We did call him a crazy person yesterday. Yeah, and Dane D. Dane D. Okay. Well, congrats to you. Thank you guys for playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty competitive. 
All right, let's get to some. Uh, let's get to these picks for this week. What are the big duels happening this week? First of all, other than World World Cup, Missouri Virginia Tech is the big one. Ooh, baby, that's probably the main event of the oh, weekend. Baby. That's Sunday afternoon or evening. I love it. Okay, let's go. All right, first one you have in here is Jared Franick versus Brayton Lee, and you say this is a pick 'em. So the winner wins. Mm. I'm gonna pick. Regression to return to the mean, Brayton Lee. I was I thought I literally thought the exact same sentence when uh, when you said that this morning, or when I saw the line this morning. Oh, yeah. Regression to the mean. He had a bad performance. Surely he's going to have a better one this time. All right. How has Frantic been this year? Only one in one. Lost, lost to Rob. Rob, which is he's pretty. He good. He hasn't really wrestled anybody besides Rob, though, right? Surely they have wrestled before. Brayton Lee won. Brayton Lee won in overtime two years ago. Or, sorry, last year. Yeah. Last huh. Season. Who am I going to pick here? Where's that it is at? Is second. it Minnesota or is it North Dakota State? I don't know. You need, oh, a, man. You need to know elevation for both uh, venues. Relevant data. If it was you elevation. You could have out the Buffalo uh, Wild Wings and Fargo the highest point. Yes. I'll go Jared Frannick. Okay. You are on Frantic Island. I'm going Lee. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. The island. I, y'all shouldn't be allowed to even pick anything but Cleveland Belton in this one. It's Bo Bartlett versus Cleveland Belton. <laughs> and for all the hate. How many I points? Two and a half. For Bartlett. For for Bo. Now, that's I, first of all, I'm taking Bo. You are obligated. Of course. I'm not obligated. Obviously. I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> Uh, Good he, God! Did you see this? Possibly. <laughs> you have to tell us what. had a 15-14 match with Josh Coderhand. Those matches don't happen in college. It did. That's like a freestyle what? score. We got to go back and watch that one. Seriously. For real. Jesus. Like he lost 6-1 to Ryan Jack. Being hard to kill NDSU Minnesota is in Fargo. Whoa. All right. Let's go How far high above sea level is Fargo? It's up. Can't be it's, much. It's up there. <laughs> Yeah, Fargo, <laughs> Elevation. All right, I'll go. I'll go. Cleveland Belton. I got two and a half points. I think that's. Uh, I think that's a pick. Who did you go with? Cleveland Belton. I'll go Bartlett. JD, so Dang. smart, dude. That's Everyone's crazy. opposing me today. I kind of am against you being able to, but you have the spreadsheet, so I'm powerless to stop you. <laughs> that's right. Here's another one. This is tough. Aaron Brooks versus Trey Munoz. Brooks. I did see this one. Five and a half point favorite. Now Munoz was did injury default out of CKLV, I believe. Uh, or was he the recipient of some? I remember him not having matches uh, on the backside. It says lost by injury to Matt Fine Silva in medical forfeit against Kate King. So, so he injury defaulted. Know. So I am not hundred percent sure if this match will go down or not. And I have not had time to reach out. I I would think Brooks is kind of an interesting one because sometimes. I don't know. He majored. He beat Kekaisen pretty good. But Munoz yeah, and... is going to slow it down a little bit. How Munoz else? has lost. So he's, he's lost decisively. Um, I don't want to say a significant amount of times, but he has lost decisively. Got majored by Truex, pinned by O'Malley. I'm going back here. Yeah. Um, got majored by Marcus Coleman. Yeah. I'll, t- oh, I'll, take, I'll take Aaron to cover this. He did wrestle Truex tough a couple times last year. I'll go, I'll go Aaron. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he pinned That's him. That's a lot of points, though. Five and a half is a lot, but 
Aaron looked great. I get sick. Are we going to get motivated, Aaron, or unmotivated? I know. That, that's what it is. It, it seems like if Aaron wants to win by more, he could. I think no, none of us are denying that. But does he want to win by more? Well, I don't know. That's we, that's... we should tell him Aaron. Aaron. Bubby. I, I'm picking I'm picking Aaron, so. Who's, who's been pr- picking? He went Brooks, what? right? Aaron. Oh, we yeah. all did? All right. Well, you don't nice. listen to the words that come out of my mouth? Well, I was. Okay, fine. Max Dean versus Tanner Harvey. Dean, two and a half all day. I got Dean covering that. Uh, Tanner Harvey had a really good CKL. He do. But he's just me, one me... leg dismemberment away from blowing it out of the water. This is true. But, okay, so he lost to Trumbull 6 4, and he's lost to, he lost to Michael Beard by four. So you guys are giving, giving him two and a half points? Mm hmm. Oh man, beat he did beat Norfleet. He beat Andy Smith. I think oh, I'm going nervous, Dean to win, Harvey to cover. Wait, Dean wins by oh. one or two. This is the Tan- wait, 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 wait. Tanner Harvey wrestled for Army. He, no, he, he transferred for to Oregon State, Amer- Arizona, American. I think American. He was an he American. For American. Yes. Oh, I was gonna say because yeah. uh, all right, yeah, I'm looking through old. Uh, he did make the NCAs in 2019, long, long time ago. Yeah. Oh man, who am I going to pick here? That is actually. I don't think two, what can, can we is. negotiate to three and a half? No, there's no negotiating. Why not? You if you give me three point. and a half, I will take Tanner Harvey. No, because that means the line Come is. Come on, let's make a deal. No. Why not? Make a the pick. odds would go significantly down. Yeah, it's very different. He did only lose to Louis DePrez by two points, he lost to Aaron Brooks by three points. This was in 2020, of course. Oh, all right. I'm going to go Max Dean because he had a rough weekend. I think he's going try to try to come back strong. Um, I don't feel like he's going to win by more than a couple. I feel like it's going to be like in the 2-3 range. So I'll go with Max Dean covering, but I think it's going to be close. Yes. Right. I'm alone in the Harvey Army. Man, I, I kind of want to pick Harvey. We'll do it. I'm not going to. You're being a coward. <laughs> right. When is this duel taking place, guys? Oh, oh uh, Penn State, Oregon State. That is a Sunday duel. I think. Sunday duel also. Minnesota NDSU is Friday, and then all the rest of these in the picks are Sunday. Got it. All right. Um, I will tell you. I'm, I'm getting to their roster. I'll tell you the Mountain Time, Pacific Time, Standard. I would go time, to their schedule the for that, but Penn State. Oh my goodness, what is me. Penn State doing? This is, uh, I mean, actually, this is convenient for me because it's before all my practices start. 11 a.m. Eastern duel, it appears. Or wait, do you think Oregon State changed it so it's Pacific time? Normally, their schedules are in their time zone that they are located in. So if you're at the Oregon State uh, I'm on Oregon State's schedule. website and it says 11 a.m. So I got that would, that would be Pacific time. Oh, man. Dang it all. I was hoping it happened before practice started. Okay. All right. Let's go. Trevor Master Giovanni versus Joey Prada in Bedlam. Two and a half point favorite for Mastro. He's too split last year. Yeah, I, I, I like, remember correctly. Give, give me Prada to cover that. Does OU have another um does OU have another one twenty five they throw out there sometimes? Um no? I don't think so. Uh okay. I feel, I feel like they did. 
Uh, I am on Penn State's website, and I do confirm it is 2 p.m. Eastern. 11 a.m. is the Pacific time. I will pick Joey Prada. Prada. Is that a dumb pick? That kind of feels like a dumb pick. Change it. Who are you Seems like a sucker line. Change it. Like, just do it. Be a wimp. Who you got, James? I'm in Prada, too. I'm not confident in it, though. He's a Virginian. He'll he'll pull it out. He's a he was he was at Virginia Tech for a while. Yes, he was. Lost by Mahili, he lost to Malik by two, Carter Bailey by a point, Diagostino by two points. Doesn't he did lose to Mastro by three last year? But then he beat Mastro also by three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going Prada. Bedlam kind of down this year compared to normal, McCut. just in terms of high level ranked matchups. Yeah. Well, yeah. Could still be a close duel. Fun duel, but... Brock Mahler versus Caleb Henson. Uh, Mahler, point and a half favorite. I got Henson. I think Henson wins straight up. Of course you do. Okay, Homer. Um, hmm. I'm going to go Mahler in an overtime victory, so that's a two-point win. I think Mahler, too. Yes. Although I think the overtime wins are cheap uh, for the point game, I think if it goes to <laughs> regulation, no, it's just like, like it could go to rideouts. It's like an NFL I gambling. Got to yeah. factor that in. Yeah. This one, I kind of went. Uh, I thought about making it a pick 'em because Mahler. we've seen obviously Henson is getting talked about more this season because he beat Sammy Sasso. But people forget how good Brock Mahler was. Well, he forgot last year also when he lost to Hunter Richard and Chase Saldana. Ah, yes, he did. He's, he's just up away. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. You, uh, you listen to listen to Mister. Let's forget everything Panero Johnson did last. Mizzou year. hater Christian Piles. What's good for the goose? What's good for the goose is good for the game. Hokey Homer, Mizzou <laughs> hater over here. Brock Mahler did just he worked over Sammy Hillegas, who's pretty good. Beat him ten two. That was uh, well. Let's calm down. Well, I'm just saying, you know, scoring. But, but gonna did, you the up. Dom Demas match was really boring. That was two zero. Yeah, and he Every lost Dom to Parko three two. Boring unless he yeah. inside trips them. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's like pure chaos for three seconds of match, and then it's just like, all right, let me just hold it. Who were the matches he had where they literally just basically stared at each Ironman. other? Ironman, Ironman, yes. We're like, oh, watch this match is about to be crazy, and they literally it just was like, like one zero, two to one, or something was, like that. It was brutal. But then in freestyle, <laughs> they like. Freestyle, they were Turn. like flying in, and you know, it was crazy then. But yeah, I think Henson uh, Henson covers this. I mean, one and a half is not a lot of wiggle room. He could wrestle really well and lose in overtime. Uh, but those are the risks. I'm taking them. Mm-hmm. Makai Lewis versus Peyton Mako. Two and a half point for uh, for Makai. He's the favorite there, obviously. I got Mako covering this. But well, that's winning. what I'm going to go also. I'm contractually it's obligated. Funny. They actually wrestled once, and it went to tiebreakers. It was really close. And Makai would have covered this. He won 9-6 to because he got the escape and a takedown. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, – man, Peyton was so close. to we. That was our ignition trip last year where we took 7th and 8th graders, and Peyton was so close to like two takedowns in overtime. Um, I think it's really close because – uh, Makai definitely can't ride Peyton at all. So is Della, and he'll never get like the takedown rideouts. Um, so every takedown's a point. Um, and I think Peyton can get one or two scrambles uh, on him uh, to to make it close. And I, I think Peyton has a chance of winning if, if he can create the scramble battle. Um, 
Makai obviously should probably be more wise to that after last year. But we just saw, you know, against Labriola, for example, he gave up a couple leg passes, uh, gave up a takedown on one, and almost gave up a takedown on a different one. I think I'm going to go Makai. He get, I'm going two takedowns to none. Makai. Hmm. Yeah, it could be a good, you know, all right, let me, he, first of all, dual meet, different format. You know, the team points are going to be huge Could there. be close match, third period, Mako trying to make something happen. Yep. Maybe forces a little bit. Makai picks up his second takedown. Yep, for sure. Um, But I'm sticking with, with Peyton to cover this. We should have, hey, uh, not, not now, but at some point, we should have, like, a, a needle threading option where we pick one guy to, like, like for our for example here, um, if you picked Peyton in the points, but Makai to win by two or one or two, then like you thread the needle and you get like double points. Prop it. Double points. Okay, what were you right. gonna say, Ben? Uh, I was gonna say uh, someone in the chat in the YouTube chat had a, a very nice point, um, and they said Flo's ranking system would be improved if you had an objective phase out of last year's result as this year's progresses. Otherwise, use of last year is highly subjective, and I you're agree su- with that point. You're, you're, you're um, supposed to. That's what you're supposed to do. That is what we do. That is what we do. But yeah, it does feel as though, uh, like maybe last year's results are being brought up sometimes, and sometimes they're, they're being forgot about. Um, you, you guys have a very. Did you give an example strict, other than Pinero? Uh, well, that I mean one example is all we would need, right? Well, an example, but if the majority do not. Follow that. Well, that's a, but like with the and I, and I don't like this, and so maybe I'm arguing this myself here, but I don't like that you count don't count any injury defaults given the fact that the Will Luan, uh Well, that's got that's, 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 that's totally separate. You're talking about no, no, no I'm saying, but no, no, but what I'm saying is you have a hard and fast rule for that. Mm-hmm. So it's like when are last year's results phased out when someone has you can't just have twelve matches or fifteen matches or like yeah. at what point do you say? We are no longer paying attention. Everyone looks for body. that level of simplicity, but it it also then like you can't count Yanni's complete resume. Like he wouldn't be he'd be one. unranked, and then you have totally disingenuous rankings. So there's got to uh, be he would be unranked. What what by what basis is he ranked this year? Well, if he if you counted, well, he has one lost. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you don't count previous work. It would be he started at number one. He has one loss to the guy who's probably number one, two, or three. But but why um, should he be ranked one then? Because he he's is, a returning national champion. He's zero. But okay. But but what, your, my suggestion was Christian that you do after a, a certain amount of matches, then you neglect last year's results. Right? It's okay. like once you get to twelve or fifteen or so, somewhere in there. Okay, Pinero's had five matches. Yeah. And we're yeah. a month into the season. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think a hard and fast rule makes sense. I think you could you could do that and make ranking a lot easier and also way worse and less accurate. Okay. There are way there's plenty of options for inaccurate rankings if you want to look around. They're they're all over the internet and printed on paper. But ours they're very good. People actually print That's them. That's also or the tremendous point about line. rankings is that they create discussion that two people can look at the exact same resume and go I think this should be the outcome, and I think this should be the outcome. Mm-hmm. If it was like the BCS National Championship completely formulaic, it's like you can't argue with it because mm-hmm. it's the formula. 
It is. Hmm. Um, okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. One more. One more pick. Mizzou versus Virginia Tech. I got Virginia Tech covering this. Uh, he has Missouri as a five and a half point favorite. I, um, think. I don't think certain is wrestling. Um, he didn't wrestle last week. So let's see. Mizzou's going to win. I got Ventresca anyways over certain. What's up? I would pick Ventresca probably over certain anyways. Of course you would. Contractually obligated. As are you. Uh, Mizzou's going to win 70. Uh, let's see. They're going to win nine, heavyweight 97. Oh, 74. I would love to see that happen. That would be outstanding. Uh, they're going to win 65 for sure. Who's 57 for Virginia Tech right now? Oh, oh. Bryce Antonio. Back. I bet he doesn't wrestle. No, I bet he will. You think he will? Yeah, yeah. I think the Vegas thing was like scheduled. They, those guys weren't going as of All-Star. Well, then why'd Mackay go? No, no, no. I'm saying the guys that didn't go to Vegas, it was determined before All-Star that they weren't going to go to Vegas, like Caleb and Bryce. Got it. So I think Bryce there's no cause for alarm there. I think we see Bryce. But Caleb didn't go to All-Star. No, it's not. A, I'm, what I'm saying is. Oh, they were, see, those guys. Okay, I got you. Previously. Okay. All right, hold on. I'm still going through. Who's uh, Virginia Tech's Tech, 41? Tech matches up I'm awesome going. in this duel, by the way. Who does? I think Tech matches up really well against him. Yeah, I'm. Who's who's uh? I'm looking for some results here. Ohio State. Let's go to the recap. Who's their forty-one? I'm blanking. Tom Crook. Oh, Tom Crook. All right, I think we're gonna get that one. Sam Watona. I don't think we're gonna get that. One. I I gotta go Virginia Tech because without I think they could win twenty-five. If they could win twenty-five. They could win six. But without that, I don't think they're gonna win six. Yeah, I think they're going five going five, tech. and it comes down to bonus. Yeah. Okies. I, I, I probably would have made the line closer if I'd have known certain was Honestly, I think. And I thought Andonian might not wrestle. Oh, okay. Yeah. If he factored, mm-hmm. if, yeah. If Andonian doesn't wrestle, that hurts. Um, I don't know who Tech's backup 57 is because Brady's up at 65. Who are they, who they do in the first couple Whatever years? happened to all, Clayton oh, Ulrey. Is he still, is it he was Ulrey. Yeah, Clayton Ulrey. Yeah, Ulrey's not bad. He could probably wrestle with JQs. At least it would, he wouldn't get bonused. Yeah, it would be close. Okay, sure. yeah, it's a fun duel. That's the best duel of the weekend. Once again, it involves the That seems to always be a pretty good duel I mean, for the is. last few years. Yeah, very, very good programs, both of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to some questions. Um, or let's do some brief World Cup and then questions. Is that fair? That's fair. Um, because yeah, World Cup is this weekend. It is this it's weekend. It's going to be awesome. It begins very soon. Um, Iran, it sounds like they're making it. They're yep. going to make it in. Looks like they made it. And could be some great potential matchups. Uh, a, a reminder of Team USA's lineup. It's not all our ones. It's some ones. Uh, now, one thing I'm interested, 57. We've got Zane and Soriano. Who do you think they yes. use more? Yeah. How did, how, and how do they determine who and they how use? do they determine it? Because I think in our minds, we're like, Soriano's probably the better option based on limited data uh, but Zane's been just a mainstay and very solid forever so who do they go with mm. who would you go uh, with ben? coach Ben I mean I, I got I got Suriano but yeah. um for me Zane Richards uh it seems like he never wrestles full matches like you'll see flashes of brilliance and then some not so great things so 
Uh, hey, does uh, does Kozak still have his website where you can look at their freestyle results? I think he might have taken it down. Hang it all. I, I would love to that. see. Uh, how do I uh, Zane's resume? I mean, because I, you know, when you say something like that, like with wrestles that you can go look and see, like, is what I'm saying true or not? Because um, I feel like it's true. But with these international guys, sometimes it's hard to track down their entire resume. Yeah. Um, now it looks like you need a login. I don't know. Jeez, Kozak. Jeez, Kozak. Yeah. He won 10 out to 11 at Farrell. Against. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who. Just <laughs> it happened. All you need to know is that it happened. <clears throat> Okay. Well, the USA Wrestling Results closed. page. If they're if they're from the USA, is where you can find all of the results. Fifty seven. Where at? The USA Wrestling Results page. USAWmembership.com slash USA and a bunch of letters. USAW membership. I can send it to you. All right. Let's put it in the doc. Let's let's keep moving. This is probably let's not great radio. Um, great radio. Best Seth radio. Gro- Seth Gross should be our sixty one. Uh Deshays are a backup. Yanni, 65, everyone looking for that World Finals rematch, potentially against Amuzad. That dude is good. Uh, I don't get blown away for him many times. I watched that dude, I'm like, oh, my God. What blows, what blows really you away about good. him? He is just, he's good, and he, he, enforces, oh. he, he enforces his will in the game he wants to wrestle, and he is relentless with it. Yeah. He, um, so I rewatched his match here before the show with, with Yanni. And he's uh yeah he's he's incredible, but he's very he's almost kind of stiff in his movements and his motion. A little bit stiff. That's kind of uh, Iranians. Yeah, but like it doesn't have any uh, visible negative impacts on it. It's just sort of an observation more than anything. Um, and I was stunned at how much how often Yanni shot in that match. And my theory behind this, and Ben, you'll probably have a better theory yeah. than this, but was that. The hand fight, and I don't. I feel like Yanni didn't feel like he could stay in the center with him, yeah. and was didn't want to get pushed out, so he just kept firing under and hoping he wouldn't get run behind a bunch. Yes, I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. You kind of see something him. like that happen in. Uh, remember the first, um, the first uh, Yazdani and Taylor match is Taylor kept trying to go underneath because he was getting pushed out so much. Yeah. Fifty-seven Pantaleo and Berger. 60 or 74. Um, I'm sorry. I'm doing I'm doing uh college weights accidentally. 70 kilograms Pantaleo <laughs> Burger, 74 Nolf and Chenzo, 79 Jordan Burroughs, Chance Marsteller, 86 Zahid and Mark Hall, uh, 86 or 92 Nate Jackson, 97 Kyle Snyder, heavyweight Zilmer or Guiz. So this could be a, it's gonna be. Uphill to beat Iran if they truly bring their ones. John Kozak reminded us in the chat that Zane Richards beat Nick Sirianna 12-0 at Senior Nationals. What? What year? 2019. No. Really? I'm on his results results page right now. Let's see. Am I back to to 2019? Zane has some not great losses in here, which is so I, I feel I feel validated in what I said. Oh, no, Nick Sirianna um, beat Zane Richards 12-0. Uh, that yeah. sounds better. Because, yeah, like Sean yeah. Russell. Sorry, I misread. Uh, 12-4 over Zane. He got tech ball by um, Gilman. He lost to Ethan Rotundo. Um, 
There's some things in here that aren't really great. Yeah, it's it's Nick. He gets a slice here. And 10 to 0 at the 2019 Bill Friday. Okay, so this is sort of established. Yeah. It should be Nicholas, young Nicholas. Um, okay, so just for the schedule, pool play on Saturday. So we have to beat Georgia and um, Mongolia. And Mongolia. Iran will need to beat the Mongolia, world. actually, they're bringing a decent team. They're, they're, they're going to be favored at a couple weights. Yeah, they're pretty good. But it, it's ours to lose, and they won pool play. Indeed. So that starts on Saturday. Check it out. Yeah, please. pool play on Saturday, and then placement matches on Sunday. I notice you don't have any pickums for the uh, for the Iron Tiger Texas Central tournament. Is that going down this weekend? That's going down Sunday. What is? Wait, is that a real tournament name? Man, I thought you were a wrestling expert. Yes, it's real. Say too. it one more time. Iron Tiger. Iron Tiger. Iron Tiger. Crouching Dragon. Y- yes, it's the uh... look. In terms of wrestling tournament names, that is very low on the totem pole well, of believability. I'll give you a pass this week as long as <laughs> next week you include the Stockyard Stampede in Fort Worth. Oh, well, that one has alliteration, so I believe it's wrestling. Tiger. Go- Texas Tiger. Yeah. So we'll be we'll be at the outlaws will be at both of those committing all kinds I of crimes. Uh, nice. Yes. When you bring the outlaws to Wisconsin, I mean I don't know if the outlaws can travel state lines. It could be a they situation. Can. They wrestle <laughs> preseason nationals. They can, but it's not easy. They have to you know, they have to circumvent some of the mm-hmm. some of law enforcement. I don't I don't know if we're I don't know if the outlaws are ready for that Wisconsin heat yet. Bring but, it on up here. We. Oh. Why don't no you come right on now, down here cold. to the Stockyard Stampede? Bring your AWA crew. I actually looked at coming to those uh, because we like to travel. Dual meets are really hard with youth kids because, especially with clubs, frequently you'll end up with like three really good guys at one weight, and then there's another weight you have no one that's that good, you know? And then you have to fill the weight with someone who's not as skilled for the tournament. He comes and he goes 0-6, oh, and, and you're like, oh, that sucks for him, you know? Yeah. Um, so we do usually do like one or two duels, but we kind of try to stay away from them because it's not not ideal. Um, we so we went to the what's the one in Colorado? It's the same type of series that they do one in Colorado. What's that? A few years, what's it called? Tour of America. Yeah, we did or the one in Colorado one time with some guys, um, but we don't really travel that much during the season. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. Caleb is very fired up to be competing. I know that much. Nice. Yeah, our older guys are like uh seventh and eighth graders. We really push them to, to keep going in the spring. Um so like, you know, do the state and then hopefully some of them make the say schoolboy duels team. And then you have like a northern plains or central regional, both are really close for us, you know. Um and then maybe the kids nationals for like the eighth graders or, or far you know, some of the eighth graders are old enough to do Fargo, so that potentially. Nice. Yeah. Okie doke. Uh, let's go to some questions. Let's do it. Cool. What are what are the best voicemails, James? And these are we changed it. We don't want questions. We just want your takes. Just get those takes off your chest. Let's just play Good voicemail show. number Can one. Can we rebut their takes? Oh yeah, we'll rebut. Uh, okay. Hot takes. Let's go. I think he's getting I ready. In the room since the Iowa. 
Prestigious high school tournament. If you want to tune in to a preview of that, shortly after this will be who's number one on the show. Oh, yeah, you can tune into that. We're gonna have David Bray on to uh, to preview Iron Man. There's gonna be a lot of really good matchups. Yeah, you won't regret that. Iron Man, Iron Tiger. It is just quite the weekend. Um, so my question is, does that hurt Kobe Seabrook's hog shape? All right, we're gonna start it over. I hey think. guys, uh, calling with a question that's kind of been the elephant in the room since the Iowa Iowa State duel. Uh, one of the biggest matches of the duel that has major hodge implications ended up only being a major decision, uh, not a tech, not a fall. Um, so my question is, does that hurt Kobe Seabrook's hodge chances? Thanks. What a hot take. I love it. Great. I don't even need <laughs> no, to say anything. It doesn't hurt his hodge chances. I think it helps it. It bolsters his, his case. In fact, play voicemail number two, Tyler. Okay. Gentlemen, Dave from Iowa City, hot take. Kobe Seabrick, Hodge Watch, Ben Askren's son. The funk flows through him. Let's go, Hawks. Wow, is this your son? Is Kobe Seabrick? I Siegerich... did not father Kobe Seabrick. Is to every my person knowledge. that has curly hair your son? Yeah, then why won't Although, you take, I don't why know why don't you take mom, a paternity so... test? Why won't you go on Maury? Maury <laughs> said know. you won't go on his show. <laughs> Kobe Seabrick on fire. We got two hot takes about him. I love it. Let's go. Kobe Seabrick for Hodge. Let's start the campaign. He certainly... I never visited uh, Lisbon, Wisconsin, uh, Lisbon, Iowa. Oh, I've been there. I saw a duel against uh, Don Bosco. That is him. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that where he's from? Kobe Seabrick's from Lisbon? Yes. Lisbon. Lisbon. Yeah. I think he has been, all, all jokes aside, he has been a, a quite a surprise for, I think, Iowa fans. I don't think... Anyone Solid performer felt like they would have this kind of they, productivity. They, at well, not just the productivity, but like that they would know for sure that this is their 57. Right. Whereas it's like, I don't want to get too excited, Christian. He was down 10 to 1 to Arlona before the roll through. Well, I don't listen. I don't think he's going to play for anything. I'm just saying they've got okay. someone that you can feel decent about it. You can get behind. Yeah. At least they All know right. who their guy is. It's not going to be a revolving door. Um, sure. He's not, yeah. A little bit electric, but yes. Uh, I, just, I, I Maybe I should not dampen everyone's excitement. Well, being I a mean, fun hater. I'm being a fun hater. I'm sorry. You hate fun. All right. What, what's Let's the, get to uh, Nebraska Nate's question, ooh. Tyler. This is a hot take. <laughs> hot take. Nebraska will finish ahead of Iowa in the NCAA tournament, and Nebraska will possibly knock off Iowa in the duel. In their duel, one twenty-five. Yes, you got Spencer Lee, one thirty-three. Right, let's cut him off. One forty-one. We got enough hot takes. Who cut him? Ah, uh, well. What do you What do you guys say to that hot take? So the least hot of the takes is the one that he doesn't. I, I think they have a better shot in the duel, duel. than that's what the I was going to say. But I feel Same. like he has it reversed, um, in his mind, in his hot take filled mind. So I, I mean, I think in a duel, me especially if Spencer doesn't wrestle. Which is, I think, a question for every dual meet moving forward. Yeah, 
I think. Well, they're going to win. Okay, in a duel, they win 57, almost certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to win 74, almost for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 84 is toss-up, probably they're not favored. 97, they're not favored. Heavyweight, they're not favored. So maybe they maybe they don't look so great in a duel. Well, 33 is not. I mean, 33, what if they could wrestle They're still Berwick. trying. I got a call yesterday. They're still trying to get Berwick uh, eligible. They they say it's a simple. He sent me a – Coach Schneider sent me a document. Apparently, it's as simple as someone in the athletic department at Wisconsin signing a piece of paper. Um, they think it's called a – I have it right here. It's called a Division One Committee for Legislative Relief No Participation Opportunity Form is what it's called. And yeah. he thinks it's that easy. So um, they are still hopeful that they can get Berwick back. But I don't know that Berwick or Boo Dryden is that much of a favorite over Iowa's 33. Well, if it's Shriver, I would say it's probably be the favorite. Toss, toss, maybe favorite. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of a favorite. Teske goes out, though. He's probably the favorite. Yeah, over for sure. One. But yeah. I think Berwick is a better option, and there's a reason Nebraska wants to get him in so badly. Um, yeah, yeah. I it doesn't sound like it's going to happen. That's listen. I just I literally talked to him on the phone yesterday. He he. Uh, I was talking about Snyder on Monday because I said uh, I thought he was kind of uh, uh, full of it when he told me about some of these dudes, and then they kind of performed at CKLV. So I had to take back my original thoughts. Yeah. So I mean. Coach Snyder, I think, is is obviously correct that it is as simple as a signature, but I think Wisconsin is not going to acquiesce, right? I think that's the problem. They're just not getting yeah, cooperation. I mean, According to Coach Manning, the thing last time when they put it out was that it was the people of Wisconsin rebutted by saying, no, this is not our, our – it's not us. It's the NCAA is what mm-hmm. the rebuttal was the last time, and that seems to be, at least from Nebraska's point of view, not the case. Yeah, we have actually an article. I don't think it's out yet, um, but about this, we have we spoke with Nebraska and Wisconsin, sort of Wisconsin, um, tried our best there to mm-hmm. kind of summarize the situation and where it stands for for Berwick. Uh, so that should be coming out yeah. this week if it's not already. So do you really? I mean, uh, so obviously, if they're trying hard, maybe it's just they want to do what's best for the kid. But it does also seem that maybe. I just don't feel like he's that huge of an upgrade over Boo Dryden. I mean, he's like an NCAA qualifier, maybe win a match or two is kind of how I would feel about Kyle Berwick. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. And but if Boo Dryden's best... been a qualifier before, correct? Maybe. Yes, I think so. I think the COVID, the 2021 season, maybe he was. Let's okay, see. any, uh, do you want to do another one, James? Yeah. Let's get to. Uh, I, like I don't remember exactly what CJ said, but he is an avid listener and question CJ asker. CJ Kemp has earned this airtime. Hi guys, this is CJ from Indiana. First, I'd like to apologize for thinking that I was in some kind of FRO uh, jail, and I'm past that. And I'm sorry for accusing you. All right, hot takes. <laughs> I got two of them. One, if a person in a placement match because their pride is hurt, then their team points that they contributed for the tournament should no longer count because I feel like you would get rid of uh, unnecessary medical forfeits or injury defaults. And two, you mentioned how 
Um, Abe Assad has had trouble finishing uh, takedowns. I feel like he should go the uh, Ridge Lovett route, take a redshirt year, and try and polish that up. Two hot takes. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. So I'm pretty sure Abe has taken a year. No, I, was just gonna, I was gonna look, but I, I believe that's but the case. Medical, yeah. So he was injured. So he, uh, it was. I think yes, I, I, injury I'm not confirmed on that. Um, he could theoretically take another red shirt. Yeah, I mean, I think a, it, it just depends yeah. on the on the on the wrestler, I guess. But he's also probably make it the best guy. You guys know my opinion of this situation. So let's talk about the uh, the the first his first take about medical forfeits and. Losing team points, etc. I don't like taking... I'd love it if we could actually prove it. Well, I don't like taking team points away that they've earned, Mm -hmm. but I am okay with a medical forfeit goes as a loss on your record. I'm okay with it. I'm good with that, too. You still get the team points you earned, Mm -hmm. but if you medically forfeit out, you take those losses. They count on your record for seeding, for rankings, well, yeah, and, all that. But the other, the other thing that would be, so the converse that would be even more positive probably is it would count as a win for the other guy. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the huge part, and because you, you know, you are essentially robbing that other person of the opportunity to get a good win is what yes. you're doing, and so I think that would be equally as impactful as that the the injury default then counts as a win for the other person on their seating and on everything else. I think that would be enough to probably do away with a lot of the injuries because people would say, well, I don't want to give that guy a free win because I'm not really that hurt. So therefore I'm going to compete. Right. And it would be unfortunate because you'd get some Mike Van Brill, Jason Nolf, common sense kind of situations, but it's a small price to pay in my opinion for um, a larger good. But, so what I and and I agree. I, what I would liken this to is the the injury time situation in college right now. When before you had this rule, um, there was so many fake injury times, you know. And when you put the rule in, you can obviously say, well, someone's actually really going to get hurt in a wrestling match, right? So right. that will be negatively impact them, even though they don't deserve don't deserve it. Um, but it has reduced the amount of fake ones by so much. And the amount of times you see someone really get hurt where they have to actually take an injury time and then they continue afterwards mm-hmm. is really not all that frequent. Yes, exactly. So it's, it's, it's a been good really great. Hey, hey guys, ben. I got one, one hot take real quick. Okay, Why didn't take. we nominate uh boo Dryden for a Hodge last year during his redshirt year? He was 14 and 0 with a 60% bonus rate. Sounds like he was redshirting. That was one of the main reasons we didn't nominate. We should do a redshirt. Pin and we check should start everybody. a redshirt Hodge. The greatest redshirt seasons. Mm-hmm. Pinero wouldn't have won that one. I did do top hot, top redshirts at every weight last season. Top redshirt seasons at every weight. I would just have to pick between those 10. There you go. So, Ben, Jeff Baxter says, pull your Visa card up a little higher. Were you buying something online th- through the course of this show? It was on the back of his phone. Oh, on your phone. He's got a he's got a phone oh, yeah, wall. I was I was looking at uh oh, yeah. I was looking at St. Richard's uh um thing that JD sent me. I don't know why it didn't come up. Usually it comes up on my computer also, but JD's did not come up on my computer. Visa card. You can't hide money. Toby's right. dad is a lot tougher than Ben. I can promise you that. All right. Really? Yeah. I can promise you that's probably yeah. not the case. Put, Jeff, put down the alcohol this morning. <laughs> Too early to be drinking. Why? <laughs> Listen, 
People could be a lot of things compared to you, but tougher is going to be a pretty tough uh, bar for them to clear. Probably unlikely. Although, who's who's to say? We don't know, Mr. Seabrook. Never know. Look, just I really, I really enjoy these hot takes. This is this has been really fun. What about Penn State, Pete? Penn State fans are always good for a couple, yeah, a, couple a couple heaters. What's Penn State got? Penn State, Pete. Got to be Max Dean. Got robbed. Pete from Central Pennsylvania. I have three takes. Lou Bartlett and Shane Van Ness from Penn State will be in the semifinals of the NCAA championships. And Spencer Lee, he's not going to make it to the top of the podium. Mine. Wait, Those are, I thought you said three, but that was only two, I guess, two, unless you could buy Van Ness and count, Bartlett are two takes. Count yeah. them separately. Those are separate takes. Um, Although it seemed like the same take because it was like together. I'm with him. I'm with him on uh, on the first two. <laughs> Not the Spencer. There's anymore. a possibility. There really is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Been saying it for years, and I've... It's time for it to to come to fruition. But the only problem the only problem with that is if they're in the semis, they're likely going to be in the finals because Penn State's record in the semis is amazing. Yeah. You're not even allowed to beat them generally. Yeah. Kozak and I were having this discussion yesterday in the office. Who has the better season? And then also who has the better career? Panero Johnson, Shane Van Ness. Ooh. Oh, that's a, that's a great one. Man, it's just so it's tough. It's so early because with with Shane, it's like you you factor in things that are sort of outside of him, like where where he is. But you factor in his pedigree, where he is, and how and frankly how he's looking right now, which I would say is pretty strong. He's undefeated. He's tough to he's tough to bet against. He's going to beat someone really really good this year. I mean, he already beat someone really really good. Shane. Oh, oh, I thought we were talking about Pinero. Got it. Pinero for sure, yeah. Shane's good. I, I have a hard time picking against Van Ness in that scenario. What about season? Yeah, I mean, though, if, if uh, I mean, I'll speak to Pinero because I've watched him compete and been frustrated, you know, when he, he beat Mitchell once or twice early. Um, and he, he did fake injury. He did fake injuries a lot. The one Fargo, it was seven of nine matches where he was doing the injury time shenanigans. Um, Pinero? But it seemed. Yeah, I went back yeah. and watched seven, seven of, of nine, nine matches. matches. Seven of nine matches, he called a significant injury timeout. No, that year. I, I was calling him Musakai of, uh, of NCAA yes. wrestling. Oh my god, this off season. Yes. Um. So okay. So that seems to be ha- seems to be addressed from him and his coaches. Um. So from the point of just tactics, skill level, and um, athleticism. Man, he wrestles really well. Like he does does a lot of things really well. It's not like he has one or two um, things he can do. Uh, he generally he's actually solid on top. Sometimes he generally gets off bottom. He can attack to both sides of the body. He's pretty good defensively. Um, so like he kind of checks a lot of the boxes. The one big issue was cardio because it listen if you don't have cardio, it doesn't matter how many and the other damn boxes you check. If you can't stand up for seven minutes, you're gonna lose a lot. And, yeah. But now he's kind of proven that he's can or is going to. And I said yesterday, my concern was that um, my concern was that over the course of a tournament, is that going to wear on him and his body? Because I don't think he's the guy that's going to pin a lot and get on and off the mat quickly. Yeah. So he's going to have a whole bunch of tough matches. So I guess uh, you know that's the one question. But um, uh, from a skill level, I'm very impressed. Have always have been very impressed with him. He's good. He does a lot of things really well. The answer to the 
Panera Johnson versus Shane Van Ness will become much more clear by the end of January because Penn State duels Wisconsin mm. January 6th and Iowa January 27th. And then Ohio State February 3rd. Sasso. Yep. So he will get Gomez, Mirren, and Sasso there in a one-month stretch. So we're really going to find out who Shane Van Ness is. Uh, I'd be stunned if he didn't get one of those, (laughs) and I would be not remotely surprised if he got two of them. But what about all three? I think two. Two would I would make I would be a little surprised. Yeah, I would not be surprised. So you're saying, so you have to predict him to beat either Gomez or Sasso? Yes. Um, I think I think he beats Murin, and then I think he gets one of those guys. That would be my. I don't hate it. But I think we just haven't got to see him against, you know, he, he's passed every test so far, but he has not had it a hard no. test at this point. Not someone that's going to put you in the, for sure you're an All-American uh, strata, but I think I test, he's checking all the boxes. He has, and, and he's went in not super close. He had the kind of close one. He had the very close one with Johnny Lovett at Black Knight. Um, but besides that, you know, he's went in fairly handily. Yeah. He looks mm-hmm. he looks good. I think he looks a little small for the weight, which I did not expect. Yeah. Um well I think we thought is he gonna be a is he gonna be a you know forty nine or is he gonna be a forty one? Obviously brought him a little bit down. I, I don't feel like he's too I mean, I don't I don't he's think not too small, no. He's not too small and I don't think that um size, especially in college wrestling with one on win, makes that much of a difference. Um I think it's what's going to help him win some of those duels. You know? Yeah, honestly, when you're cutting too much at, say, the NCAs or a conference tournament, that's when it can really start piling up because, you know, you have, say, conference, right? You may have three matches in the day, and then you got to go cut weight, and then you got to come back and get two in the morning or whatever. It's, yep. It can start piling it up on you. Indeed. All right, so those are good ones. And then, wait, so that was, it was Bo, it was Van Ness, and what was his third one? Spencer Lee won't make it to the top of the podium. Well, that's... Um, Bad take. Yeah, I think you're basically just predicting an injury at that point. Um, which That's what you're predicting. Yeah. Okay. There is um, also the hey, chance... We have... Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. We had um, some people yesterday in the chat saying that Glory's going up. Did we get any feedback on that? I should reach out to coaches. Before... Yeah. Talk about that. Chat reminded me, actually, both these teams are going to be at collegiate duels, Iowa State and Penn State. They are not in the but same the pool. collegiate duels, okay. There you go. So they would have to, I think, they would have they to. They can't wrestle their... then because what they do is they do uh, they do one pool and they do like three teams go round robin, three teams go round robin, and then one versus one, two versus two. Yes. And then they do a totally separate pool. And the pool, the pools of six, uh, never cross over. So it cannot happen. Yes. Okay. okay. All right, let's get to some other questions here. Uh, from Patrick Thompson. Let's talk about this is uh, Jordan Burroughs' question. Is They're both in the blue pool. I'm looking at it right oh, now. What? Oh, so they could mix it up. Let's yeah, do if it. they both win their pools, they'll be in the blue championship pool match. Let's go. And then we'll really get an answer to it. And that's just two weeks away. Let's see. Yeah. So they're, yeah, you're right. They're both in, uh, they're both in the blue pool. So 
We see it. Who is is Lachlan McNeil? Is that uh, North Carolina's one forty nine? Yes. Yeah. Right. Am I right? Because they're in the blue. Oh, oh no, no, Sherman. Sherman's their forty nine. Lachlan forty one. Okay. Let me the two interesting matches right there for uh, uh, Penn State forty one forty nine guys. Okay. And then we would get to see Swiderski and Bartlett. Who would you choose, Christian? That's a tough one. For uh, that's a tough one. I don't. That's a tough one. I'd probably pick Casey right now. Maybe not though. Turn no in way. your back. No way. Cornell also in the blue pool. I feel like something. But I don't think Yanni's right. gonna wrestle. Where are you looking at this information at? I'll send it to you. Okay. Hold on, I know they had that uh, little that little chart up. Uh, I saw somewhere. Right, I need to try to find it. Okay, I just want to make sure we're not giving people bad information here. Okay, Can well, we move? I got it right here. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, we can't. Iowa move. State and Penn State are in different pools. So you got bad info. So Penn State and Cornell, Penn State, Cornell, and Ohio. Oh, we're messing this up. All right, next topic. We're 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 whiffing on this one. Okay, thank you. All right, is Jordan Burroughs the, <laughs> the Nolan Ryan of wrestling, the Tom Brady of wrestling, or the Michael Jordan of wrestling? I was curious what this guy meant by this because um, how would you like how would you classify each person? So like if you said Cal Ripken, that would be like the Iron Man, the guy who shows up every yep. single time, you know. But so when he says Nolan Ryan. What does he mean by that? Well, exactly. think Nolan Ryan sort of is like an Iron Man type of pitcher. He pitched forever. Played he for a like long time. The guy that punches record. people in the face. Yeah. That's what he means. <laughs> he he punches Robin Ventura <laughs> when he attacks him. Just longevity. This amazing career. Just like incredible stats. Tom Brady, winner, <laughs> personified. Michael Jordan, winner. Maybe the most talented, um, skillful Basketball player anyone's ever better, seen. Much better word. Whereas, like uh, Tom Brady is probably not the most uh, skillful quarterback necessarily, in terms of like pure athleticism. Um, so I don't yeah. know. I don't think it's Michael Jordan though. For because Michael had like the well, you could also say Michael didn't. You know, he didn't really mature until. I mean, the the, the connection you could draw there was that you know he didn't make his uh varsity basketball team right wasn't that the thing um yeah he didn't make his varsity basketball team and and then i know he got a lot better like later in high school than going into college which um uh which was you know similar to jordan he was like good but not great in high school even he, they wrestled him as a true freshman he was like good but not great did an all-american and then really had some really good improvement uh after that you could say that about so Michael Jordan came into college basketball and won a national title right away and was unquestionably a, a big part of that. I think he even hit like the winning shot. Tom Brady was not that guy. He was benched multiple times at Michigan. He was the 199th draft pick uh, coming out. I feel like Brady's a better comp because Jordan's hasn't had like the multiple like condensed streaks where. Jordan won two three-peats in a very close period of time, whereas Jordan has, like, won over the course of, like, a 10-year period. He's won um, won a lot. So I don't know. (coughs) I don't know what the answer is. Probably not Nolan Ryan. What are the most unlikely high school wrestling hotbeds? Well, I 
a lot of um, a college coach told me that Wisconsin is the most under recruited. Uh, We're coming, baby. Wrestling. We're coming for you, all of you. I think that's changed. Now it's kind of known. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, you're putting really so many like, good products out. Ben. People are starting to come. It's yeah, it's changing for sure. But say like five, ten years ago, that was the case. Like if you went to the Wisconsin high school state tournament, nobody would. Maybe like uh, you know who you know who was kind of recruiting Wisconsin before it it popped was North Dakota State and Central Michigan. Central Michigan always got a bunch of Wisconsin kids going way way back. So did NDSU. And then obviously there was the original Missouri connection, and then the Missouri connection was reestablished. Um, so, you know, the original Missouri connection was me, Pell, Wagner, uh, Chase Wettenkamp never panned out, Max. Uh, then it was Nick Huckey, um, who's from Arrowhead. And then it kind of dropped off for a couple of years. And then now, now there's obviously been a whole bunch more. Yeah. Um, what would be some other ones? So the, the traditional hotbeds are like, you know, basically all of New Jersey. Lehigh Valley, Pittsburgh, Lehigh Valley, Jersey. Western PA, Northeast Ohio. Yeah. Um, then, then what would be the next ones like? Chicago hmm. area. Well, so California, Chicago, yeah. I would say, Chicago, would be. I always forget which major city is Clovis, and those ones. Where where is that? That's, is it is Fresno, like Fresno or is it Fresno? Yeah, Fresno. That area's got a bunch of good wrestling. Um, really, Cal Cali's got kind of a bunch of good pockets because you got the Poway and and LA's usually has some pretty good guys. But the other, I mean, the other thing, I don't don't take me as criticizing this California. The other thing is when you have 12 million people within an area, you know, you're much more likely to have a hotbed because the likelihood of having the per capita debate. Um, now you're talking my language. Yeah. Yeah. Versus Iowa's got two and a half million people total, you know, whereas I didn't the say it. LA ben said it. area. It, it's a true fact. Um, let's see. Where else? I feel like Georgia has been putting out some guys. So I'll yeah. say maybe that would be an underrated hotbed because they had a really good senior class last year. Southern um, uh Southern Florida, like Miami area, actually has a surprising amount of um, I think they've had some guys for kind of like even since back when for, I was in high school. Yeah, it's uh but no one ever really talks about South Florida. Yeah, that's true. Where's Brandon High School? They were really good. That's what a, uh what what that was city is that? Tampa. Or yeah, is Orlando? Tampa? Mm -hmm. It's not uh not the Dade Dade County. Uh, where, um, where else? Obviously, Virginia, Shenandoah Valley. Stop. You know who? Uh, I I actually have a theory on this, but um, and I don't know if you would call it a hotbed, but I feel like for the level of their high school wrestling, if you compared it directly to NCAA tournament points, I feel like Colorado and Utah both put out a decent amount of NCAA points compared to what you would consider their high school skill level. You know, so you've always had like, uh, obviously last year was Deacon, um, but historically you've had uh, mm -hmm. Medbury, you've had the Loft Houses, you've kind of had like a handful of good guys from that area. Lamont, yeah, they're, yeah, for sure. Sanderson's, they were kind of good. Mm, jury's still out. Hey, Kansas City, Missouri area? They got really good. Yeah. Um, that, North KC. That's from Matt Rudd, it, and I think you're right, Matt. Yeah, that was um, after I was out of college that they really started getting good up there. So that Park Hill, Liberty, Oak Park, the area, uh, Staley, they've really put out a bunch of good kids lately. Indeed. 
JD's got some heat maps percolating. I'm, I'm looking at heat, heat maps, maps right now. NCA points. Last year's NCA points. Heat maps. Where where is it at? Can I see it? I can also send this to you. Yes. Yes. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Let's go. Uh, I can't put it in the YouTube one. I guess I can put it in the Facebook one. Book face it. All right. If uh, okay, here's a question. If reviews are taking two minutes plus, is it worth even doing them? Does it change the flow of the match? You think it might be better just to eliminate them? I would not Um, want to eliminate them, um, but I do think they should be done much faster. Yeah, sometimes it's is it's. I don't know if it's all like video operator error, but sometimes you are thinking like, how can this possibly be taking this long? The call is relatively simple. I do like the fact that they get things that were wrong and they get them right, but yes, sometimes it absolutely takes too long and i feel as though it should be faster yeah so i think it's a combination some of it is they just overanalyze and watch it too much and some of it is they're waiting for the the flow person to come and pull it up on the computer and show it and find the file and it's gonna have desi run from the head table you got desi sprinting around it's not the most uh, efficient way so it's a combination but for sure, I think it, it disrupts the flow of the match, but that's going to happen anyways. It's just you just want to mitigate how much disruption it causes. Hey, look at me. I was right. Colorado, fourth on points per million residents. Wisconsin, fifth. Utah didn't do good, so good last year, though. They were terrible. But that's just for Way one year, right? That was just 2022. Year. Yeah, it'd be cool. To and look Georgia at, like... actually is really Georgia's last freaking place. <laughs> I, yeah. said they were, I did say the senior class last year, so maybe... Um, over the course of the next few years, they'll move up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is a rematch? I mean, what... or... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No. Oh, Wisconsin could get Wisconsin's at roughly ten points, and then Pennsylvania will be the number one team at twelve point six nine. Minnesota, I feel like Minnesota is a pretty established hotbed, also. Uh, you know, Pinnacle and. But I feel like they've been good for a while also. Like, they always beat us, and we did, a like, a border battle type thing, and they always beat us. Um, they're second, New Jersey third. But Wisconsin, man, we only need about 10 more points to move up uh, into first place, 10, 10, 12 more points. So, uh, you know, hopefully we get a few more guys doing well in there this year. Okay. That's talking states. Talking Wisconsin, baby. Here's a question from CJ Kemp. Uh, can Ben explain what Keegan was doing to keep Hall from scoring, even after he got it deep on him? Um, yeah, that's the question, because the other one's for Shane. He was being a freaking wizard. That's it? Just wizardry? Uh, I mean, um, yeah, honestly, when I watched Keegan, uh, like there was the one in the first where he got a little over-aggressive, and then Peyton Hall kind of flipped him over, and he kind of went to his back, but then... His, his recovery and his thought process is so quick, and it's like, bam, 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 you know, and, and he's out of trouble really, really quickly. And even in a second when he kind of got in trouble, and it looked like, oh, my God, in trouble, then, you know, he came back to that far ankle so quickly, and um, if the period one went on, he likely was going to improve. I don't know if he would have scored, because obviously Peyton Hall did a great job in those scrambles as well. Um, but I think it's just a really in-depth knowledge of all of the positions and a comfortability with all of the positions of I know where to go next. I know how to get out of this pretty much everywhere he's at. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he is like, he's a really, I, I would be curious to see, and I, I don't know the answer to this. And I actually pick on him sometimes about this because I think it's, 
he doesn't ever push back on me, but um, given how he wrestles, he he is pushing back a little bit. Um, I've pushed back on his desire to be like flawless. Like he doesn't, he hates giving up takedowns. But sometimes, if you want to dominate, it can be counterproductive because you're being less risk tolerant uh, than maybe you should be. You should maybe take more risks if you want to be uh, more dominant. Uh, you think of someone like David Taylor, for example, would be a yeah. great example of this. Um, but he rarely, rarely gives up takedowns. I mean, um, I, I, he so he's fifty and one in his college career. I don't know how many takedowns he. I mean, the numbers it's definitely in the single digits in fifty-one matches. I don't know how low it is, but it's got to be pretty low. How many did you give up your senior year? I don't know. That's why I tell him I don't count that shit. I don't care. All right. But you, come on, you I just want to idea. pin people. I I bet it was in the single digits, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, but not earlier in my career. Definitely not. I was I was very likely to uh you know give up an early takedown or two in order to you know get something to happen and come back and that that type of thing. Yeah. With Jacoby Hayden, he said, "Hey Ben mm-hmm. and JD, please force Pyle to recognize Brian Smith as a tier one coach." He is a tier one coach. That's been recognized. I've recognized yes, that. Sir. Yes, sir. Without uh, dispute from really anyone that knows wrestling. He said, I'm crying about yeah. Rocky being rank one. Not at all. He's the right one. I don't think you one. said anything about that. That's probably right from the board. See, Wick, Wick is not a, a reasonable person, unfortunately. <laughs> and I won't let that cloud my judgment about Missouri fans writ large. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless he doesn't hate Mizzou like you. I don't hate hate it. I love it. All right. Next question. Pat McKee in the last couple of seasons always had a rocky start. This year he looks laser sharp and focused early on. How real of a threat do you think he is to be a finalist? He's my pick to be there with Lee as of right now if they're on opposite sides of the bracket in March. That's from Jason Hildreth. Um, It's a a, a good point, Uh, especially if Patrick Gloria moves up, I think the likelihood goes up quite a bit. Yeah, I, I think so too. And Zach Sanders needs to beat him in a match before. Fire. We got that all set up. We're ready to rumble. <laughs> yeah, I set that. I, I I can only assume that's what happened at the All-Star. I mean, it's not, guys, it's not really that outrageous of a take because right now yeah. the rankings are Lee 1, Glory 2, McKee 3, DeYoungstino 4, Barnett 5, Cardinal, Figueroa. I mean, we've seen... Um, We've seen Barnett beat Glory, but Glory, I'm sorry, Glory. We've seen Barnett beat McKee, but McKee has gotten the better of him more often. And I don't, I think you definitely consider him the favorite over the rest of these dudes. Man, 125. So if everything had gone and the world hadn't been like, you know, turned upside down with COVID, Spencer Lee should not be, wouldn't be wrestling this definitely. year like many other yeah. wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Think about what that means for 125, like what 125 would look like. Without yes. Spencer, it's definitely one of the more down weights. Um, and I don't know how much of that is just the Spencer effect. I really don't think it is. I um, I think it's something else. Or I don't just, um, just I think it's just the seasonality of weight yeah. classes. I, I think they go up and down and, and they fluctuate. The other one you don't have in here, which we have Figueroa at seven, and obviously he's really good. Uh, mm-hmm. Brandon Courtney is not in here. I think he would probably be ranked above McKee. Uh, I don't, I don't know because 
he outplaced him at NCAAs. I'm not sure if he had a head-to-head last year or not. I will look. Okay. One more question. No, he, lost another... the he did the semis. Oh, he did. He lost in the fifth place match. So semi-slide Suriano Diagostino McKee. <laughs> From CP Talk, what does a match between Mark Penn State Mark Hall versus Carter Storacci look like? Who wins? I, I, I have an unfortunate take on this one. I know the and take, I'm, but go I'm, ahead. I'm almost certain it's true. It's going to be so boring. It's going to freaking rideouts. That's very possible. That's what's going to happen. That'd be my prediction as well. <laughs> Doesn't that suck? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I figure it probably looks like one, probably some weird rideout thing. I would say if you, yes. Mark has an advantage probably in upper body positions. Um. Yeah, defense is different. But they're both really disciplined, also, so they're probably not going to let the other person get to no. what the other person wants to get to. Carter probably has better, maybe has better, like overall head hands defense. But I think Mark's leg defense when you're in is better yep. than Carter's. I um, mean, it's going to be so hard because they're they're both going to get to each other's. Somewhere deep on the other person, whether it be upper body or leg attack or whatever, so infrequently. Like, it's just not going to happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who I'd pick. And they both wrestled Mark Hall um, with mixed results. Or, excuse me, Michael Kimmer with sort of mixed results. Yep. It's really tough to say. Very Good tough. question, though. They're definitely a good question. All right. Uh, wow, so many questions. Holy crap. Uh, what, <laughs> really if, so all right, let's let's assume, just, just for the sake of the question, Pat Glory's going 33. Moatman wants to know if he will be a finalist at 133. I I vote no. I think he's an underdog. I think he's an underdog against Fix or RBY by a decent margin. Um, and him and Vito have been back and forth. Uh, would I be completely shocked? No, I would not. How about uh, you guys needed to back me up more yesterday on that when Shane was trying to roast me on Glory, his patch of glory point. Well, part of it, patch of glory did not win. We're getting hung up on semantics. Yeah, you and Shane, Shane love getting hung up on yeah. semantics. Yeah, you, they love it. Well, you won't give it up. You can't roast. You were wrong. You can't roast me when you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can handle it yourself. Okay, I can At any here. point in their careers, will Swiderski and Johnson be the biggest one-two punch in college wrestling? Asks Tropic Spaghetti. Not impossible. Not impossible. They could be fun. Fun one-two punch. Already are. Very fun. Yeah, they already are. Almost more fun right now because Paul we're Young's. still finding out. This is about so them. funny, Paul Young's. God, let go, Ben. <laughs> ben is not a That's good letter lo- goer. I can't let go. I'm not. That gonna, is not. I, you know who's strong. almost equally bad at me is you, Christian. Remember the time you were late to the show? Because <laughs> that's a lie. You're a liar. <laughs> I'm always here. I got the li- you know, I'm going to start videoing every time I walk in here and sit down at the time. I'll have a little time stamp. It'll be irrefutable. And then it eight- sounds like you need to let it go. All right, I'll let it go. <laughs> you trolls. Okay. <laughs> um, someone asked, is Iowa State back? Is it? A- are they officially back? Top three. Uh, right now. I feel like you got to do it at NCAAs to be fully back or officially How back. How high do they have to place to be back? Yeah. Top five's back. Not trophy? I think trophy. I mean, if you get fifth. I, I think that's next year. I don't think it's this year. Next year, they bring a lot back. 
They don't lose too much. Um, yeah, not this I year. Mean, at I this say. point, we're getting hung on the semantics of back. Well, listen, this is not a team that in the last um, 20 years was winning NCAAs, right? Correct. They were knocking at the door in 2009. You took old heads' names back, though. They're thinking national championship teams. Yeah, that's what, when, when you're saying back, it's like, well, Iowa State was a top a trophy team really frequently. So when you say back, I'm like, I think you mean that because they, yeah. they did that. You say, a whole yeah, bunch. it's been a really bad team. They're an improved team. So frequent trophy contention, I think, is back. I think with the standard yes, the Penn State setting, State, yes. it's like, man, you can't you can't make the bar title title winning, right? Um, because nobody is hitting yes. that basically. No. Yes. Agreed. Like in sports, in college sports, not just wrestling. No one's I mean, Iowa that. State hasn't won a national title since... That's what I'm saying. 87. 1987. Yeah, 87. You were not no, alive. No, that was Arizona State. Arizona State was 87. Uh, the 88? Somewhere around there. Arizona State was 82. Uh, NCAA wrestling team champ list. I wish there was more of a... Uh, can you guys do this sometime? I really wish there was more of a like uh, one resource for wrestling information. Um, where we could just go. That would it's be like really an tremendous. essential destination type of thing. Correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like I was thinking, uh, I was thinking the other one, I was just, cause we talked about the state, you know, I was thinking like if there was something where you could click on the state and 80, then it was, year, or, it was 87. Okay, it was 87. Okay. So when you're the Arizona state went in 88 then? Suck it. <laughs> so Arizona state won in 88. Yeah. And yeah. Then, so 87 and the, the previous time before that was 77. 77. So we're, we're literally so, yeah, I mean, you, you go far enough back, like they won 73, 72, 70, 69, 65. Nice. You know, they were kind of winning a lot in that one Harold Nichols era. So yeah, um, 65 through I, 77. I mean, that's... Yeah. but then you ha- And then you had the Gable era where he won everything. He did. Very selfish, yeah. Dan Gable. Yeah, so they were... Uh, yeah, and so they were, they were runners-up in Coward. 76, 78, 79, 82... Um, then it took a while to break. Then 96, 2000, 2002, 2007. So when you think about Iowa State, you think like, yeah, they were in trophy contention a lot. Is Iowa State a blue they, blood? They're a blue blood. Yes, they they're are. a traditional power. Um, power being, com- uh, you know, typically in the top five sort of range. I think they're back to that status mm-hmm. in the conversation. Because this isn't like a, uh, you know, every now and again you'll get a, like a perfect storm of like transfers and one thing, and you have like a transcendent point scorer that like can make your team look maybe a little better than it is over the long term. Yeah. I think they've got they've got a foundation that's going to keep them in the mix. Feels like it. It does. Okay. And winning can beget winning, also, so that can't be discounted yeah. either. Yeah, cause especially when you got – I mean, next year you just think they got Bastida, Carr, Swiderski, Johnson all all coming back as kind of a nucleus. And, you know, if they can pick up a – right, a, a transfer portal or, you know, someone else like a Swiderski or Johnson who comes out as a, a freshman and does really well, I mean, that, that puts him in the mix for a trophy. I try to get more people from Cuba. Oh, trust I me. I think they do that. Don't they have another one on the roster? I don't think he's very good. I think he's a bigger guy. It's on their radar. Well, because they have that Cuban coach, think, I believe that was You think Dresser hasn't thought about of, that? Oh, of course he has. Oh, he's thought about it for sure. Of course. 
Love it. Do you want? Yeah. All right. Let's see if they got see if they get a good freshman that I'm high on to see if they'll pop up next year. Is there anything you guys think that they could? Rojas do really well is next on the year? team. He was good in high school. Yeah. How good's Gaetan going to be? Well, Rojas and Gaetan. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, those are two good, good guys. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be around for a bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else before we go? I have nothing else. Big weekend wrestling. Yeah. Now okay. Nando Villasquela, his dad is like helps out coaching and stuff. He is a Cuban, also, I believe. Yes. He he was a youngest translator before. Oh yeah. Younger is now fluent. Keeps, but dang. Yeah, keeps scrolling down, and Fernando Villasquela, he's on the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. His son was a graduate of Gilbert. High school. Gilbert. Okay. Gilbert. The more you know. Well, hey, we're going to go. Good luck to uh, – you got any co- competitions this weekend, Ben? Uh, our kid, our seventh day dinner is going to the ignition trip. Um, obviously, a lot of high school wrestling going on. Ozzy uh, does his first wrestling practice tonight. He turns five. I made him wait. I wouldn't let him do one. He's super jacked up about that. So, I need some uh, video of that. Right, that moment. There's this one thing that I wish I would have got video of that he does in soccer because he did soccer this fall. So, you know, the field, it's it's a five-year-old field, so it's really a small field, you know? Yeah. But he he walks all the way back to his goal for the kickoff, and he runs half the field to kick the ball off. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing. But this one game, but this one game, he did it, and he whiffed on it. And oh everyone was like, and his ass walked all the way back to the goal again. And everyone's like, no, don't walk back. He's like, no, I'm walking back. And he walked all the way back to the goal. <laughs> and he actually hit it that time. It was so funny. That is hilarious. Brother, you got your And he yells. Full. He screams all the time. He goes, ah! No. Yes, <laughs> he does. Yeah, he's the funniest kid ever. That's hysterical. <laughs> all right. Um, bring him down all to right. Iron Texas. I'm sure they got a division for Ozzy. Iron Tiger. All right. Yeah, Iron Tiger. See you guys. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend.